it was all about having conviction in who I was and the work that I put in. I was never necessarily a rah-rah guy, Ben. It was watch me work, watch me work. And for me, it was finding what would allow me to do it. It was the prep and it was the mental game and being able to commit to the process day in, day out. And what I realized was I wasn't 6'5", I didn't throw 100. But you were going to come out there and you were going to feel like I threw 100. I was going to come in and I had the mentality that it was my mound. And every time that I would step on the mound, right, I had to take on this persona that was that that 100 mile an hour guy. But I wasn't. I trusted in my process. I trusted in the work. And I knew that I belonged and deserved to be there. And there's nothing that you can't have other than conviction and resilience as a closer. And I just leaned into it. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we do this every single week. You are going to get a story of an athlete, a celebrity, an entertainer, a coach, somebody in the business world who has recognized that there's this underlying burn. Why and purpose is not enough. There's an underlying burn that ignites their why and purpose that has caused them to be disciplined in their daily actions every day, not just the days that they don't feel like doing it, but also the days after they win, which is so incredibly important. One of the things that I love about our work and our company is our Uncommon Live Coaching Group. This is a collaboration of entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, people from so many different walks of life that have amazing stories. We've highlighted some of their stories on The Burn, and today is no different. But what I'm really excited about today is for you to meet a member of our community from Uncommon Live who has had incredible success in the coaching space. And one of the things that I love, and especially the more I get to learn about Charlie, is that Charlie Ruiz believes a lot of the things that I believe, but he sees them through a different lens, from playing professional baseball, which I did not play from going and doing some work with some incredible organizations like Coinbase and Google. I've worked with some Fortune 100 and Fortune 10 companies. He's done it as well. And so you get to hear different perspective, but in the coaching space. And so it's always fun when we could bring somebody from our community who's doing incredible things as a coach, who is a former athlete. So you know we're going to talk about discipline. If you can't tell that I'm excited already, Charlie Ruiz, welcome to the burn. Ben, honored, honored, honored to be here and, and excited for the conversation. I'm ready to rock. Well, here's, here's where I'd like to start. I'd like to know a young kid growing up in California. You know at some point in time, somebody's putting a baseball glove on your hand and putting a ball in, in your hand. Where did your real passion for baseball? Because when we talk about baseball – and when I see your social media and the stories, there's still so much that you pull from it. Where did that burn come from baseball and creating discipline to be your best? Tell, tell us where the burn came from for you. I think it came from my family and, and some of my heroes. When I think of baseball, I think of nostalgia. It's a game of story and tradition. And I think of my mother and my father, who were my t-ball coaches and my godfather, my uncle, my hero, sitting around watching the game and hearing stories about Willie Mays and, and being integrated into what was some of the most prominent times in, in history and seeing that baseball was this common ground and a conversation. 
and just falling in love with how it was a mental game. But then there was also this sense of ownership. And at such a young age, I feel like I started to see that. And I love that part of it. Now, part of your baseball career, which I think is, is really, really unique when you say ownership, you know, for all mm-hmm. of us, we reach a point in time where we face an obstacle and that obstacle may cause some people to quit. It causes other people to say, I'm going to adjust and find a way. So what I love about your story, right? So you go from being inspired by your parents, they're coaching you in T-ball to getting drafted by the Colorado Rockies. And then all of a sudden you realize at some point in your journey before you got drafted, I, I don't really throw the ball quite as fast as these other guys who are closing the game. I don't necessarily have the height and the body of some of these guys who are typically closing the game. So tell us how you had to deal with the mindset of finding a way to become this creative, unbelievable closer that got drafted when you're not, you're not sure. You said six foot one. So you're still, a, but you know, in the game of baseball, a closer, sometimes we're thinking bigger. But you had an arm that wasn't throwing like Araldus Chapman. You weren't throwing 104, 105 miles an hour. So tell us when you were faced with that challenge of saying, how do I find a way, how you dealt with that? Yeah, it was not. I used to joke, six, six foot two with, with, with cleats on. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about having conviction and who I was and the work that I put in. I was never necessarily a rah-rah guy, Ben. It was, it was watch me work. Watch me work. And for me, it was finding what would allow me to do it. It was the prep and it was the mental game and being able to commit to the process day in, day out. And what I realized was I wasn't 6'5", I didn't throw 100, but you were going to come out there and you were going to feel like I threw 100. I was going to come in and I had the mentality that it was my mound. And every time that I would step on the mound, right, I had to take on this persona that was that, that 100 mile an hour guy, but I wasn't. I trusted in my process. I trusted in the work. And I knew that I belonged and deserved to be there. And there's nothing that you can't have other than conviction and resilience as a closer. And I just leaned into it. I love it. You talk about leaning into it. You mentioned the the mental side. You mentioned discipline. What specifically? Because I think it's important. You know, people hear, you know, for, for years from me, you know, how I approach the mental side or they've seen the mental toughness playbook and things that I do. But what are the tools that you turn to? What are the things because you've mentioned it a couple of times now, you know, leveraging your mindset, understanding the power of the mindset. What are the tools that you went to? How did you learn to navigate and control your mind and your mental toughness? Focal points were huge. The awareness of being able to kind of go out to the field and understand my presence at that moment, right? Understanding that the game's going to speed up, I need to slow down. So the breath work and being able to look at my hat and see words, key words, less is more. Why not me? Right. Some of these different words that I would commit to, which then fit into my I am statement, which is something that you like to reference. Right. I am a closer. I do deserve to be here. I am present with this batter right here, right now. So it's almost repeating these messages over and over again that allow me to show up. You know, one of the things I love about having you in the Uncommon Live community is you are active. Like, We can call on you to contribute, and you're right there. And one of the messages that we talked about on on one of our recent sessions was the difference between focus versus intentional focus. And I could see you literally lean in like Ben, like that was how I used to get it done. And when I hear you say that, and I want you to take it a little bit further, 
What resonated with you? Because what you just explained really is the difference. Because somebody could say, oh, I walked out to the mound. I knew I was on the mound. I knew I was facing somebody. I was focused. But what you just explained, that's really intentional focus to your awareness, the surroundings. How important was that for you, the differentiator from focus to intentional focus? Everything. And it's not just in, in the task. It's in the relationships and how I'm showing up as a leader and how I'm building. Everything is calculated. I'm thinking about every single thing at every single moment, the environment I'm walking into, how I'm picking up my phone in the morning, the conversations I'm having, what questions I'm asking. If I'm being intentional, I look back and I think the reason where it came from, someone had asked me, what are you telling 20 year old Charlie who just signed a professional contract? I didn't have an answer. Hmm. I wish I had one. So writing it down and getting involved in the intentional actions and steps, I realized how important that was for me at the moment. And I started to look at some old books and I was writing. I did have some notes and it's because I was intentionally moving and thinking about how I was showing up and intentional action as a leader. Again, I think it's everything. Now for you, uh, having success playing the game of baseball, finding passion, finding discipline in the game of baseball. I, I mentioned a first transition that you had, which was the transition of recognizing that for you, you, you weren't as tall, you weren't as big. You didn't throw as fast, but transition also took place with the game of baseball, which for all athletes at some point in time, they're going to have to hang up the cleats and transition. You've made a point in your coaching work and it's what you specifically done with the Coinbases and Starbucks and Google and all these massive corporations and in the consulting work that you've done that really helped you build the principles of CLR Connection, your coaching company. Talk to me about, because I, I think it's really powerful, your concept of really leveraging growth through your transitions that you experience. And you had to do that through the game of baseball. Yes, yes. That, that identity shift, right? You do commit something, you give your heart to something for 20 years, 20 plus years. And then to be able to transition and refine yourself is really difficult. So really finding out and what I work with individuals on, group and team, is what are we really after? What are those characteristics of what you enjoy doing in that previous world? And how can we lean into those strengths? Ben, baseball is a long and slow game, pitch clock or not. <laughs> but there's a lot of time to develop relationships and understand people's stories. And the game brought that to me and I didn't realize it. So being able to realize how important the community was and building those relationships, that's what I love more about the game. So that's what I encourage other people to do. It's like, as you're transitioning, what about what you were doing that you were good at, that you loved? How can we find that again and really explore it, not just follow what other people are telling us we need to do? Let's align with what we want, who we are, and then let's create intentional action about that. And then you reach a point, right? So you, you get people to that transition. And then sometimes you coaching and consulting people through transition you, Charlie, have to go through transition again, and that's how you were able to build and develop the strategies and the things that you love in your business. Now, I know you're passionate about your clients. I know you're passionate about your work, but I want to talk about another passion, and I think this is maybe the most important passion. And so you are going to, later today, your oldest daughter's preschool graduation, and while we were cutting up having a good time before we hit record, you were joking about crying because you know I'm an emotional dude, so I'd be crying right there with you. You know, Kennedy had uh, recent stuff here at, at school and some recognition. I was crying, and so 
We are those girl dads that are not afraid to shed a tear. When you talk about your girls, and even when I see it on your story, throwing baseballs in the backyard, like there's a difference in your energy when I hear or see you with your girls. And then when you mention it today. So what part of your burn is now those two baby girls? Everything. I think my purpose, Ben, and something that I've thought about recently, it's my mission, right? So the purpose is to choose, choose presence over preference. And we could be doing, prefer to be doing so many other things, but the best thing we can do as a father, as a leader, is be present in that moment. And being present where my feet are with my little girls, I mean, I look at them and all I think about is, is watching and seeing them uh, be these little sponges. And if I can be a role model and do what my parents have done for me and what my godfather had done for me and the relationships and carry that on, these two little, two little humans, I mean, that's why we, that's why we do it. That is exactly why we do it. That's exactly why I do it. Well, one of, one of the things I love about how you show up, and once again, I, I see it in your stories, uh, I see it in your Instagram, I see it in your work is, you know, you do believe that you can have balance. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, I watch your action. And, you know, it's one of my core beliefs. And I tell people all the time, we talk about it in Uncommon Live all the time, is it drives me crazy when you have the coach who talks about just just go work, work really hard, and then take time off and go be with your family. And that's just because that individual or that leader has a lack of discipline. And so I, I really admire how you've had discipline because one of the other things we talked about is I want to take my girls to school. I want to be able to pick them up from school. Now, that doesn't mean that obviously you can tell, you know, Charlie's a former athlete, but you can tell he was a former athlete. He stays in shape, right? So he's eating right. He's doing the little things. He's getting his work in. He's making a difference, building his business. How important is it for you to be able to hit multiple different areas? You know, we call that a prize fighter day in our community, as well as I've been in my coaching. I've been chairing prize fighter days for over 15 years. How important is it for you to have those prize fighter days, to have balance, to hit those multiple areas to drive success? It is the formula, right? The prize fighter day, being able to commit to, to something you do for yourself, to somebody else, right, within your community, and also for your profession, I think if you can commit to those, that's how we stack days. We talk about that. That's how you win. That's the process. My favorite, favorite line from my junior college coach that I mentioned, right here, right now. How can I be right here, right now with my people, with my community, with my craft? I like to throw in a creative element, my, my fourth pillar. I love it. Got to have some creative freedom, right? To be able to kind of let it loose a little bit from time to time. The girls help me with that. But if I can commit to those at the end of every single day, I just got 1% better. I dominated my day. And that is how we build wins and success long term. I love it. I love it. And, and you're absolutely right. And that's actually called research, right? So you take a prize fighter day, you add the fourth pillar, you call it something else. I don't care what people call their prize fighters. Everybody listening, you can call it whatever you want to call it. For guys like Charlie and I who are deep in this work every single day, the most important thing is that you actually identify this is what I want to do on a daily basis in these areas. You know, and we had, you know, really a whole uncommon live episode. We talked about, you know, Sean Whalen's core four. You've got Andy Frisella's power list. I mean, everybody calls it something different, right? So you've got the four principles for CLR coaching with Charlie. And so you add the creative element. We don't care 
We just want you to take action. And Charlie, I, I appreciate uh, you being an example for our community. It's iron sharpens iron. You being an example of doing things the right way. And I just really appreciate you being an example for all of our followers that you can go to the preschool graduation. You can take your girls to school. You can pick them up. You can spend time with them and you can be successful in your work every day. So Charlie Ruiz, brother, this has been fantastic. We got to get you to preschool graduation. Thank you so much for joining us on The Burn. Thank you. Honored, honored. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. How can people stay in touch with you, Charlie? The social world, you can follow me, Charles L. Ruiz. It's, it's simply my name, the L in the middle. Uh, and then also uh, the website, reach out, right? CLRConnection.com, right? Connecting leaders to actions on who they are and what they do. And we'll make sure that uh, we drop everything in the show notes as well. And, you know, for each and every single one of you watching, this is why we bring you different episodes, different amazing stories of individuals every single week, because everybody's story is different. Everybody's journey is different. But you, just like Charlie specializes in, you may have that transition in your life where that burn might be more important than ever. And maybe that burn changes over time. You've heard Charlie's has changed over time a little bit. That burn can change, but that burn will always be the difference when you connect to it to ignite that why and purpose and drive that discipline to win at your highest level. Thank you so much for joining us on The Burn, and we'll see you next week. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.